You're listening to the weekly Parsha podcast recorded with Hashem's gracious help, right here in Ramat Shemesh, 5768, 2008. This week's Parsha is Parsha's Tazriah. We come across a very interesting Parsha, very interesting idea in this week's Parsha, and that is that we have a person who's very sick. He has a skin ailment, he has a lesion, some kind of unusual thing on his skin, and uh, for our purposes we'll call it leprosy, but that's really a loose translation of the word saras. He has saras, leprosy, we'll call it saras from here on in. And so what does he do with his saras? He's sick, he's got a skin disease, he brings it to the Kohen. Of all people, he brings it to the Kohen, to the priest, and he says, look at this problem I have, look at my skin. And the Kohen looks at it and he goes through an entire process of figuring out if this guy is sick or not. And after he figures out if the guy is sick, so if he is indeed sick, the Kohen takes him and announces that he's tummy, he's impure. And this man goes and he has to dress himself like a mourner. And he walks out and he calls out in front of himself, tummy, tummy, impure, impure. And he has to be placed as long as he has this tzara'as upon him. He has to be placed outside of the machana, outside of the encampment. He has to sit alone. Not only does he sit alone, Rashi says when he sits alone, it means completely in solitary confinement. He can't even sit with other people who have the same sickness. He has to be completely alone. Now a number of questions strike us, obviously, right away. The first question is, what is this sickness? What is going on? What is happening here? Usually when someone is sick, you go to the doctor, right? Why are you going to the Kohen? Why are you going to the priest? Of all people. We know the Torah encourages us. We see that there's a concept in the Torah that God gave permission to the rofe, to the physician, to heal. So, why is it that a person who has this sickness, he goes to the Kohen, to the priest? That's the first question. Second question is, why does he have to act like a mourner? Why does he have to behave in this unusual fashion, call out impure, impure in front of himself? And the third question is, why does he have to sit in completely solitary confinement? If this is a normal sickness, so why couldn't he sit with other people who are also sick as well? So now, that's the first set of questions. Something else that's interesting that we find in the end of this week's Parsha, and as well we find in next week's Parsha, which also speaks about Saras, this leprosy-type ailment, is that this leprosy, this Saras, can in fact inflict a person's garments, and not only that, it can inf- afflict a person's house, which is unbelievable. Can you imagine that one day you woke up and you had chicken pox upon, I mean, I'm saying chicken pox because my son just had chicken pox. Imagine one day you woke up and there were chicken pox on, your, on the walls where there were chicken pox on your clothes. You would be blown away. Unbelievable. This is wild. What, how do we understand this? What is going on? How could one have leprosy? How could one have tzaras on his clothes? How could one have tzaras on his house? And the last point that I'd like to raise is that we see that our sages tell us, Chazal tell us, that this tzaras, this leprosy, was something that only existed in the times of the Beis HaMiklish, in the times of the Temple, when the Jews were in Israel, and they were on a very high spiritual level. Now, on the surface again, this seems to be something very difficult to understand. Why would it be if you're on a high spiritual level that you would get sick? If anything, the fact that you're on a high spiritual level should protect you from sickness. The more connected you are to God, the greater you are, the less you should be liable, the, best, the less you should have the ability to get sick. Why is it that the sickness only comes when someone is on a high spiritual level? How do we understand that? Now to begin answering these questions, we see that there's clearly, this is not an ordinary sickness. This is a completely different type of sickness. This is a spiritual malady. And the understanding of it is as follows. As we know, Tzara'as, 
this whole idea of leprosy that that's described right here in the Torah, leprosy, quote-unquote, this sickness comes about because a, sp- a person speaks Lashon Hara. What is Lashon Hara? Lashon Hara is evil speech. It's talking about saying, oh, that guy, did you hear what he did? He did this horrible thing and this horrible thing. And even if it's true, even saying something that's negative and it's true, it's called Lashon Hara. Anything that's negative, evil slander, gossip about other people, the Torah forbids us from speaking about that. And in fact, the punishment for speaking Lashon Hara is Torahs. Interestingly, the first place that we see this in the Torah was when Moshe Rabbeinu, when he was at the burning bush, and Hashem said to him, take out the Jew- people of Israel, take out the Jews, and, and Moshe Rabbeinu said, they don't deserve to come out, they're not going to listen to me. So Hashem gave him a, some signs. One of the signs was he took his hand, he took his hand, he put it in his shirt, and he pulled it out, and it was full of tzara'as, it was white as snow, full of tzara'as. And part of the reason that that happened was because he had said something negative about the people of Israel. And Hashem wanted him to realize that he shouldn't speak negatively about the people of Israel. That's the first place that we see that saras, that this sickness of leprosy, quote-unquote, is caused by speaking Lashon Hara. Now this explains really all of the questions. Because our first question was, why does he come to the Kohen? Why does he come to the priest? Why doesn't he go to a doctor? And the answer is because this is not just a regular physical malady, but rather it's a spiritual malady. He has an issue. His issue is that he's done something wrong. He's done a sin. He's committed an avera. And he's going around and he's speaking evil things about other people. So he has this lesion on his skin that says, you're doing something wrong. He needs to understand, what am I doing wrong? That's why he comes to the Kohen, the priest, the spiritual leaders of the people of Israel were the priests, the Kohanim. These were the ones who directed the Jews and told them what to do and how to be better people. In fact, we find that when the Jews would go out to war, so one of the things was that the Kohen would get up, the Kohen would get up and speak and he would say that whoever is faint of heart and whoever doesn't trust in Hashem, whoever isn't spiritually on the level, they should go back home because the wars of the Jews were all fought as spiritual wars. And thus they were led by the Kohen, by the priest. So now this man comes to the Kohen and says, look, I've got this spiritual malady, what do I do? And the Kohen checks and goes through this whole thing, this whole process of understanding if he really does have Taras, what is going on? And when he finally does determine that, so he sends this guy on his way, and he has to go and he has to dress like a mourner. The reason that he dresses like a mourner is because he's done a horrible thing, he's done an Avera, and this Avera has affected him spiritually, and it's brought out this unbelievably difficult malady upon his skin. And, he, and that, so he has this sadness because he has to do tshuva, he has to repent. He has to come back to Hashem, he has to come back to God. And he calls out he's impure, impure. He's not just sick, he's impure. The impurity is that he has this spiritual malady. And then what happens, they put him in solitary confinement. He can't even be with other people, he can't be with anyone. And it has nothing to do with his, the fact that he's contagious because he... If that were the case, then he should be able to be with other people who have the same sickness. But no, he can't even be with other people who have the same sickness. And the reason is, says Rashi and the Balaturim, that the reason is because since a person, he created a separation between people by saying gossip. Whenever you speak about someone else and you say something negative, so the person that you're talking to hears this and he gets distance from that person. That's what happens when we say Lashon Hara, heaven forbid, we say gossip. It creates a horrible situation between man and man. And that's why this person has to sit outside. He has to sit all alone because he has to realize that the thing that he did, that sin that he committed, created a period, created a separation between people. And now he has to be separated from all people. 
Now we also understand why is it that this is something that only occurred when the Jews were on a high spiritual level. What well, when I'm on a high spiritual level I should get sick? I shouldn't get sick at all. The answer is that only when a person is on a high spiritual level does his body reflect the type of spiritual malady that he has. When a person sins, when a person does a transgression, so it, it creates a stain upon his soul. So the fact that your body would actually reflect the stain that's upon your soul, that's an incredibly high spiritual level. That's why it only occurred when the Jews were in Israel, when they were during the time of the temple, when the Jews were on a very high spiritual level, they were very connected to God. So God would show them, listen, look, you have this spiritual malady and you need to fix it. It was because they were on such a high level, they were so connected to Hashem, that if they would do something, they would say a word, they would say gossip, they would say something negative about someone else, it would affect them physically, and God would show it to them so that they could do tshuva, so that they could repent. But we, we're not on that level right now, unfortunately, so we don't get those direct signs from God showing us that we need to repent. Now the question becomes, why is it, what is so horrible about Lashon Hara, about this, this sin of slander, gossip, why is it so bad? What does it do that, that requires, that this is the ultimate crime that, that creates this sickness upon a person? And we have this two parshios, we have two full parshios. This week, Tazria, next week, Mitzorah, dealing with this whole thing, this whole sickness. Why is it so bad? So the first thing that we need to understand about the sins of speech is that if you go through the sins that we, we beat our hearts for on Yom Kippur, many, many, many of those sins have to do with speech. It talks about Lashon Hara, it talks about Rechilas, it talks about all kinds of different things that have to do with not using our mouths correctly. We have to know that the, our mouth is the thing that really distinguishes us from all the other creatures in the world. The verse is in Bracious, Perak Bayes chapter 2, verse 7. It's about Hashem Elokim Esa Adam, Hashem created man, Afram and Adama, dust from the earth, Vayipach Ba'apav Nishmas Chaim, He blew into him a, a living soul, Vayia Adam Lenefesh Chaim, a man became a living spirit. So, so the Unculus, the Aramaic translation translates the words, L'nefesh chayav, man became a ruach mamala, a speaking spirit. Because what is the defining factor of man? The defining factor of man is his ability to speech, the ability to express ideas, the ability to express his intellect. And that speech is supposed to be used in order to connect ourselves to Hashem, in order to connect ourselves, raise other people, to give a compliment, to, do, to say nice things, to bring people up, to, to pray, to learn Torah. That's what the mouth is supposed to be used for. And when we misuse it, and in fact, we use it for something negative, to say something bad about someone else, to do something destructive, to say something horrible, so then we're misusing our innate, most human nature, we're using it to be like an animal. And when we do that, that's the most, one of the most negative things that we can possibly do. Another thing that we need to understand is how great the sin of Lashon Hara is. How great is it? There was once a woman who came to a, to a certain rabbi, and she said to him, I, I've spoken gossip and I really would like to do tshuva. I would like to repent. What can I do to repent? How can I take back what I've done? So this rabbi said to her, I want you to get a pillow. And I want you to take that pillow, a feather pillow, and I want you to beat it until all of the feathers are coming out in the street. She said, that's great. I'll, that's all I have to do to repent. He said, go, go do it. And I want you to come back to me afterwards, he says. So she went out to the street and she took that pillow and she was beating it and 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 all the feathers flew out all over the place everywhere. And when she was done, she came back to the rabbi and she said, I did it, I'm so happy, I feel so good. I did it. I, all the feathers went all over the place. 
And so the rabbi says to her, I want you to go now and I want you to collect all of those feathers. The woman says, collect all the feathers? How can I possibly collect all the feathers? The, the wind has blown them everywhere in every single direction. And the rabbi said, that's what you did when you said Lashon Hara. When you say a negative thing about someone, those words that you spoke, they spread far and wide. You can never collect them again. You can never bring them back. And on one hand, this is something that's very disconcerting. It's very negative, very hard to, to deal with. Like, how do I do tshuva? How do I repent for something so difficult? And But the point is that we see how horrible and how deeply destructive negative speech is and Lashon Hara is. It's something that affects us down to our soul because this is something that's very fundamental in man. And it's something that has a far-reaching effect. It doesn't just affect the people that we speak to, but it affects people in the long run. But there's one more point that I'd like to make, something important that we need to realize. And that is that there are two aspects to Lashon Hara. One aspect is the negative effect that we cause on someone else. We ruin someone's reputation. We say something bad about someone. We, we create a rift between people. That's one thing. But on another level, when we speak something negative, it creates a negativity in ourselves. It creates a negative outlook. We're always looking for the bad. We're always seeing negative things in others. We're always looking for, oh, I was in a restaurant. We're always seeing all the negatives about, about, about a situation instead of focusing on the positive. When we learn how to overcome our, the sin of gossip, when we learn how to overcome this desire to speak negatively about other people, and negatively about our circumstances, and negatively about God, heaven forbid, when we learn how to change our attitudes, so then our thoughts, they affect our emotions, our feelings are based on our thoughts. How we look at the world and our entire outlook is based on the way we think. So the more a person focuses on the positive, the more happy a person can be. The only way to serve Hashem properly is by serving Him with joy. As we know, the verse says that all the negative things came upon the people of Israel. Because we haven't served Hashem with the proper joy. Rabbi Nachman says it's a tremendous mitzvah to always be constantly in joy. If do as Hashem, Besimcha David HaMelech said, we have to serve Hashem with joy. We can't serve Hashem with joy if we're constantly focusing on the negative. So that's the lesson of Lashon Har, the lesson of Tzaras, is that when we look and we're focused on the negative, so there's a blemish in our soul, and it's reflected, it can be reflected if we're on the right spiritual level, and a blemish on our body. But if we focus the other way, if we try to keep our focus on the positive, on all the good things that Hashem does for us, on the good things that other people do for us, on all the positive aspects of life, if we focus on that, we can serve Hashem properly. Have a very good Shabbos.